What's going on, everybody? It's Benji Sinos on the uh, Open Forum with Ceso Dolo. Uh, he's on the phone right now. How are you doing today, sir? How you doing today? It's a good day today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is brought to you by Interactive Entertainment on behalf of Amp Playbook, brought to you by Pandora. Go ahead and get your membership today. All right. Let's get it busting. Let's get straight to it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there's been a lot of things going on. And before we even jump into that, I want to start with like an, a mentality approach, you know what I'm saying? And so first thing I said was, um, uh, I'm about to send this to you real quick, bro. I should have already sent this to you. But yeah, first thing I'll say is like the 1% is not for the, uh, it's not for the 100%. So what do you think I mean by that? Before you open the message, before you open the message, what do you think I mean by that? No, the one percent is not meant for the hundred percent. I say, well, I, I kind of disagree with that. I say the one percent is for the hundred percent. How can that be possible? Just think about it. Like, take a step back from your opinion. Think about it rationally. If there's only one, if there's only one percent, how can it be for the hundred percent? Oh, okay. I was thinking it from a different perspective. Perspective is everything. You got to remember that. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted. That's why I wanted to have your original perspective, so then we could I, you could look at the notes and see what I'm talking about. I see exactly what you're talking about with the one percent versus the hundred percent, though, and how it's not enough. It won't be enough for everybody. You got to think about it like rations. Yeah, exactly. What I was about to say like uh, wine and fish. He's the only person that's ever done that, and so it's like. If, if we know going into it that only one of us out of 100 can do this, then you have to have a good screening process. Like, okay, cool, I'll, I'll do three or four rounds of interviews instead of just temporary sign up, anybody can join, anybody can leave, revolving door, high turnover. Now I'd rather have sticky customers, sticky sticky partners, you know what I'm saying? People I know, cool, I might have burned through 100, but I got one person that I can count on all the time. You know what I'm saying? What Fab say, 10 lines, I'd rather have 10 lines than 100 sheep. So he probably went through thousands of sheep, thousands of people in the neighborhood. Oh, I fuck with you. I fuck with you. Yeah, all right, cool. But only 10 of y'all stayed over these 20 some years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's always Chris Brown. It's all, I'm not Chris, but it's always Trey Songs. It's always Big Fendi. It's always, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's always the same people in his pictures. And that should have me so dead. Uh, it was like a picture. Because I always have like off guards of him and Fendi in the club having conversations. And like Fab will just have like a joke for the caption about what they're talking about. And uh, one of them was like, during the Mega Millions, Fendi's like, uh, if I hit this Mega Millions, don't worry, bro. Everybody around me is going to be rich. And Fab's like, oh, worry, say less, bro. You were real. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm moving to a really rich neighborhood. That's why Young Thug got indicted the exact time he did, because he finally got his real estate approval uh, for Slime World. He's going to get free public housing for the whole like the whole area, not even like not even old buildings. He literally developed acres and acres and like had it finally up and running. And they're like, no, we're not letting you do this. So that's why I think about it. They've been surveilling him on paper, on record, tailing people for 10 years. And then finally, now is the reason why you come pick him up. 
Because, like, all right, cool. If you're going to kill each other, that's cool. But you're not about to help each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to kill each other at a massive volume, at a mass rate, cool. Like, I saw a video from the Klan the other day, yesterday. He was like, we don't have to kill the Klan. We don't have to kill black people anymore. You know, like, they do it themselves. He's like, if it's up to me, excuse me? I seen the same interview, like, not interview, but I seen the same video. Yeah, the YouTube short. Yeah, he's like, if I if it's up to me, I drop a, a a box of guns, uh, drugs, and alcohol in Chicago every weekend. He's like, they're just going to take care of this. And that's like, damn, that, that's really the reality, though. It's really sad. And they don't even, like, they don't even have energy to focus on that anymore because they put so much groundwork into it. It just does itself now. The system. I know this is off topic, kind of, but it's going into what you were talking about with Chicago and the guns, actually the gun laws. Have you seen, there's a video I've seen on TikTok where this dude was talking about how Chicago is changing their gun laws to make it where killing somebody is legal. And also, I seen it like uh, my girl sent me a picture. It was like uh, non-detainable or non like uh, like what, what did she say? She sent me some shit. It was like uh, I'm gonna look it up real quick. <sighs> what she say? She said non-detainable offenses beginning January first: aggravated bagger, battery, aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing, arson, burglary. Drum-induced homicide, threatening a public official, second-degree murder, robbery, kidnapping, and intimidation. Yeah, it's all legal. Yeah, that was all of that. Everything that you just listed was in that TikTok. That's on purpose, bro. I know it was on purpose, but, like, why? Why do that with the only state? That's when they boost the murder rate in Chicago. And just like what we were talking about the other day with uh, volume and... Uh, what was it? I think it was volume and I can't think of what the other word was, which it was with the volume of murders. It's just gonna boost the volume of murder in the one city. And the frequency the frequency, that's what it was. The frequency and the volume. It's gonna boost the murder and the frequency and the volume. Yeah, we were talking about last time. Yeah, but yeah. it's not even going to be the state. It's going to be the city because that's not even the capital of Illinois. Chicago is just happened to be the most populated city. And on top of that, that's not even that's just one city out of the, all the other cities out of the United States. So it's just going to be part of the frequency. No, nah, it's not even that. It's, it's like I always I called this like 10 years ago when the purge came out. I see what America was doing. I have like a gift of foresight. I can see things happen and play out before they happen and i realized yeah, the purge is gonna be one of those things that's gonna happen with the united states yeah it's i know the, turn into a third world country stay with me uh, it's not going to no it's not it's going to literally purge itself from its undesirables it's not gonna be turning up it's gonna become a utopia for the people who are still around excuse me but stay with me i said america will put in front of the masses through media and entertainment to see if something is socially acceptable and then they'll start making their 50, 100-year plan based off of the acceptance. And so it's like, okay, they want another movie? They kind of like it. Okay, they want another, another movie? Okay, they really, they don't mind this. So we got to put this into play 100 years down the road because they remember something to base this off of. Oh, well, we, we showed you guys this, and it was a blockbuster, all three of them. So you guys must not really have too much of an objection with this. You went to go spend your week's check at this. So it's an important thing to you versus, yo, get this movie out of here. You know what I'm saying? 
So I said, always remember the 1% isn't for the 100%. Otherwise, it'd be 100% for the 100%. And so it's like, they said, we sacrifice time, energy, resources, something might happen. It might go right. It most likely won't. 90% of musicians fail in their first year. Interactive entertainment is going on year number six, next July 3rd. I picked July 3rd to incorporate because this business is my independence. This is my mission. And so I'm glad that I just own the process and like just leveled up every year. And we're going to level up next year even more. Uh, I spoke with Dame's editor this morning, uh, the person that like uh, the person behind Culture Vultures, the book. Uh, and we're sitting down next Sunday to get my books off the ground. Oh, man, a little technical difficulty. But yeah, so I'm excited about that. I spoke with um, my secret source. Hello, welcome going on, Mr. Uh, Say So Dolo. This is Benji Sinos on the uh, brand new Open Forum podcast. Uh, we'd like to uh, invite you back. Uh, we appreciate you coming back into the, uh, into the fold of things. And we're going to pick... I think the freaking call dropped. Uh, no, it's all good. We're going uh, to get back to where we left off. Um, so yeah, the, the, the person, the secret source behind culture vultures, uh, they're going to be one, uh, editing my book and helping me publish it. I'm going to put it through her platform. Cause I was listening to this, uh, Jay-Z interview. It's funny how all this is lining up. Um, Jay-Z was talking about how he got, uh, ACE and how he, he had a hundred percent of it, but he got like Cartier and some other main players, like two, 300 year old companies to back them and put them other places because they have relationships in those stores already. So instead of me trying to pitch my idea, it's just now we're going to get inventory bulk sales every month. So we have guaranteed revenue every month. And so it's like you can own 50% of, like Steve Jobs owned 1% of Apple. You know what I'm saying? It's a trillion dollar company though. So like, what's the math? And like Kanye, Adidas tried to buy out Kanye for a billion dollars. And Kanye's like, Kanye's like, I'm going to make $500 million off of royalties itself. Why would I compromise the whole brand for two years worth of royalties not even growth not even like net sales just royalties you know what i'm saying just licensing which makes no sense at all but they think he's just some guy that's gonna jump for money that's what i'm saying like the one percent isn't for the hundred percent the hundred percent is taught go get a job go get a degree or go get a trade or go and then go work i saw something else the other day it's like people will look at you normal for working for somebody else for 50 years but will call you crazy for trying to work for yourself even for one year so it's not like i'm, I'm not trying to operate in the masses i'm trying to produce towards the masses and enlighten the masses based off of my insight but i'm not trying to change convince or persuade anybody and so let's get to the fun stuff, bro. Let's get to the uh, let's get to the the sauce walker. We talked about this on Twitch last night. We're gonna give it to you for the YouTube folks. And I didn't know you had a personal connection with them. That's fried. Well, I don't have a personal connection with them. It's just that I got people that's in his team that I know that I had connections with. That got me connected with Sunny the Rapper. I don't know if she was. He's a I wouldn't say affiliated with him, but she knows people inside TSF as well. Shout out Sunny. Uh definitely uh I'm gonna figure out her her YouTube. I'll tag her in the in the description, put her Instagram link in the bio. Excuse me. But yeah, go ahead and talk about it, bro. The floor is yours. That sauce walker robbery attempt with DJ Academics, we had watched a video about, well, we watched the first video before the second video co came out when mm. 
Sasha Walker had claimed that he had got a body. Or implied it, yeah. He never he claimed it, but he implied it. Yeah. And then after that, it spoke on most rappers and artists that are inside the music industry don't know the ins and outs 100%. And it being the most dangerous job in the world, which it is. I wouldn't say that. I would say construction high beams and skyscrapers got to be more dangerous. I would say truck drivers in the winter got to be more dangerous. I would say the military in its description. Yeah, I would say, and I wouldn't even say police because fuck the police one and then two also, I said like ninety eight percent of them never discharge their firearm, but like the the two percent that do have multiple cases of discharging their firearm. So it's like the only people that do bust their gun do it often. It's like a a thrill for them, but most people just have like a de escalation approach. But again, again, like back to what they were talking about on uh, Instagram earlier, uh, like my algorithm went from straight filth. Uh, to just like insights and like and energy, you know what I'm saying? And vibes and just like alignment. And it's like, I owe it to you. I owe it to you, uh, E-Money. And so it's like, it's crazy how I'm getting these little, these posts and stuff that I'm I'm aware of now. And like this guy was talking about this, this guy in the UK, this Arabian guy, he was like, what country owns TikTok? What country started TikTok? Okay. You hear me? I heard you. Yeah, uh, tell him I said what's good next time you, uh, you know what I'm saying? But uh, was like, what country started TikTok? What country created TikTok, uh, produces TikTok, distributes TikTok? What country controls the algorithm of TikTok? And they were saying the algorithm in America and the UK is different than the algorithm in China. In China, the algorithm is spelling bees, you know what I'm saying, talent shows, cultural awareness, social growth, like entrepreneur excellence. You know, saying young entrepreneurs, that's the way they get applauded for and they get recognized for. In America, you got dudes and girls dancing like you got, you know, saying just like entertainment. They don't we don't value excellence. We value spur of the moment entertainment, like parent pranks, like just, you know, what I'm saying just foolery. Like, what is it like? What is it built towards? It just entertains your day instead of growing towards the future. You want to just get through the week. You know what I'm saying? It's a different approach. So how do you cripple somebody? You take, you siege somebody. But what's the first layer of siege before the second layer of siege? The first layer of siege, if you know the art of war, it starts in the mind. I had to convince you the whole uh, Mike Tyson thing. When I walk in the ring, I already know they lost. I can see it in their eyes. So I got to convince you you don't stand a chance. And then I'm going to show you why you don't want to fight back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so how do you? Th- how, what do you think about that? Because like, we're being fed bullshit, basically. We're not even... Like we don't stand a chance next generation, next generation. That's why you see these other generations like just weak, just weak. Uh, I don't necessarily say the next generation is weak minded. No, I definitely would say weak minded because there's a lot of entrepreneurs and there's a lot of stuff like that going on. But it's not really from the source. It's for the wave. And they're always trying to look at a shortcut. Instead of trying to fill a problem, an entrepreneur fills a void in society with a, per, a, a prospective product that benefits anybody that encounters it. Somebody else is trying to get rich real quick. Oh, I'll just make an app to get rich. Oh, I'll just get popping on Instagram to get rich. I'll try and get a record deal to get rich. I've had people literally, I'm wasting my time sitting in these apartments that I don't even need to be in. And they're like, oh, uh, I just want to get like one or two albums out and then, and then call it quits. I'm like, you just not, you didn't even think about saying that before you said that. Like you don't even realize who's in front of you right now. Like I'm the person that's going to build this, your own platform for IP. I'm not trying to get like 
a popping page. I'm trying to get intellectual property I can license and distribute for the rest of time. Like, so I'm about ownership and growth and development. I'm not about spur of the moment success, get rich quick. I'm not about any of that. I'd rather, you know what I'm saying, go through one bad year to have the rest of my life. Like, it's you're talking to the wrong person and, and, and I was in the wrong room. And so it's like, yeah, like, oh, Atlantic Records, for example. It's like, all right, cool. We'll just get the next TikTok star. We'll get the next person with an online presence instead of like the kind of quirky dude that might have like the best flow, might have the best pen, might have the best, you know what I'm saying? We'd rather just put a microwave meal in front of them with some plastic forks and plastic spoons instead of spending time to get the reservation. Oh, it's two weeks out? All right, cool. We got we to gotta figure something else to do for the next two weeks. But when we get to the restaurant, it's rolled out. Champagne with the little glass, uh, with the little ice bucket, with a little note. You know what I'm saying? Like constant service. Oh, do you need some more water? Do you like you know? So, oh, do you want a salad? Like, yeah, because we spent time to to get that kind of stuff. Versus, I can get the microwave meal every day. And that's how they look at artists. You know what I'm saying? Like I would say, Interscope, Def Jam, Universal are like the the restaurant. All the other ones, in my opinion, are just like, well, okay, um, Epic, and well, there's some, there's other ones, but like for the most part, the the people that I've just mentioned earlier today in the fr- in the forefront of the conversation are just like the microwave meals. And I get that. I eat hot dogs damn near every day. You know what I'm saying? That's just like, that's just my kind of delicacy, my low low uh, maintenance delicacy. But still, I would prefer steak and mashed potatoes and corn and garlic bread and you know what I'm saying some wine and you know what I'm saying but cool I didn't put enough work in yet or prove myself to have put in enough work yet to have that every day you know what I'm saying yeah so uh speaking of the uh the Atlantic Records now stay with me you know talk about the sauce walker we didn't even cover that because there's different videos that's crazy how like I literally got back on the internet and I was like oh this didn't even happen like that these are three different people. I'm thinking it's just two people. There's a whole extra element involved. There's two. There's three different. Extra, there's three extra elements involved. I thought it was just one. Yeah. At first, apparently that wasn't even the case. It was his uh, bodyguard or another associate. No, it wasn't even that. Get it back online, bro. This is the real story. I'll tell you the scoop, bro. This is what happened. I'll tell you the day one and then day two. Day one was. Somebody uh, tried me. I got to let you know that not everybody's going. Some people work hard for their stuff and don't want to just give it up. And that's a kind of a, a paradox, you know what I'm saying? Because the caveat is it doesn't always work out like that. CC triple X, you know what I'm saying? But also sometimes it does work out like that. See Sauce Walker. But day one, I'm going to continue. Then I'm going to un- un- unveil the curtain and then see, you know what I'm saying? The emperor has no clothes in day two. Day one is not everybody's going not everybody's going to just compromise what they got to give you what they have. Um, and somebody lost their life trying to do something stupid. You can be the next LeBron James. You could be the next Barack Obama. You could be the next Sauce Walker. But you don't have to, like, if you, if you jump into this game, since it is one of the like, biggest, uh, you know, criminal capacities, criminal uh, element-driven and dangerous careers, then you should know what comes with it because most of these people aren't, rappers that were in the streets most of the people are just street dudes rapping nowadays and so and some people don't even what it makes they pay for the flow i don't write my shit that went over a lot of people's heads so then that whole drake thing was like he already told you on that ain't me song that 
from Dream Chasers or uh, what's the name? Dreams and Nightmare, whatever. The, I forget it was. But one of his mixtapes, like 10 years ago, he said that pay for the flow. I don't write my shit. Better watch your bitch because you might get hit. Amy, Amy. He put the ass niggas, Amy. You know what I'm saying? That song. Like, so I, I pay attention to that. I put it all together. So that's why he didn't mind back with access. He's like, I don't mind exposing my truth. If you're trying to hold something over my head, I don't mind saying everything about me because I'm going to at least clarify that and then show light on what you're saying and why you're saying it. I'll get back to that later. But okay, so day two is there's actually three or four elements. Day two is turns out he didn't do anything besides fight somebody in a fist fight, if that's really what happened. He had a scratch on his face, a black eye, whatever, and blood on his shoes, blood on his shirt. The dude that was in that big white tee that got placed over him. No, that wasn't him. No, that's not him. That's what I'm saying. That was that's the optics. That's the smoke and mirrors. That's that was not him. What happened is he fought off the assailant. The assailant wasn't taking no for an answer. He tried to rob somebody else. The person that he went and robbed after Sauce Walker, like fought him off. That's why you see that black guy, that black shirt, uh, black hoodie running down the street. That yeah. was that was a YouTuber. Uh, he uh, Peso or whatever, I think he um, he filmed it from like the, uh, the the penthouse or whatever. And he was like, uh, this wasn't a robbery. The dude still has all his jewelry on. This was a drug deal going bad. Because the guy that got laid down was like a small business owner. And he was outside yeah, of his... He was a small business owner. He was outside of his own apartment He was complex. outside of his own apartment complex. So why would you try and rob somebody, you know what I'm saying, uh, outside of your own building, one. And then two, also, if he was getting robbed, why would he still have all this stuff on? You know what I'm saying? And so it's like really it was a botched drug deal at the end of the day. And so that's the real truth behind the smoke and mirrors. And so it's really, really There's sad. something I want to speak about, but I don't want to speak about it on podcast. It's dealing with foresight. I want to talk about it off podcast just out of respect for what they got going on. All right, well, text it to me real quick so I can uh, – I'm going to go wrap this topic up and start the next topic. Uh, text it to me so then – uh, we can keep it, you know okay. what I'm saying, in the files. But, yeah, so that's what happened. And then Sauce Walker was like, yeah, you know, I didn't want to air out dirty laundry. I just wanted to keep it, like, keep it, you know what I'm saying, where it was. But then, no, you didn't, bro. You wanted to pump some sort of agenda, like you did something to somebody. But then again, it's like if you check his resume, uh, check his resume he got booked for shooting eight people at once. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it was really one of those things where he just let everybody have it. So, like, that was, what, nine years ago? Ten years ago? So, it's not like he's, like, a punk. It's just you not standing on what you said you stood on. You know what I'm saying? And so, it was kind of like a little conflict of uh, of intentions. You know what I'm saying? Because he wanted to have, like, the 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 good message and then he also wanted to have the the street credibility, and that those don't go hand in hand, unless it's a testimony. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it's a testimony, then it goes hand in hand because it comes with development and change and growth. But if it's just like I'm actively doing this, but I'm actively speaking on that, it conflicts with each other. Oh man! And so, uh, yeah, uh, this is back to the Atlantic microwave thing and the creation, press and seal, stamp of artist, creator artist, like a creative player. Uh, this might offend everybody. I already know, young boy, he has like the biggest everything, but pause, everything, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I said, I'm over the young boy craze because I know how it happened. 
He doesn't write his music. If you look at that uh, Catch Me Outside girl, she she aired him out. She had like a, a little uh, like a footage of uh, him in the studio with writers and stuff for that Ain't Going Outside Today and that uh, No Smoke, No Smoke. Like his his songs that got him hot, you know what I'm saying? He didn't even write them. And so it's like, if, if that's how you created your identity, what makes you think or what makes me think or you think that I don't think that that's how you sustained your identity and built your momentum. And so then also you got to realize the infrastructure, like, you know what I'm saying? You might be in a diner, but if you're in the diner with a criminal organization, chances are you, you, you a criminal. But if you're in a diner just with anybody, strangers, then chances are you might be, but I can't really lean on that. You know what I'm saying? It's like your affiliation, your identity. Who do you like align with? And so I said, he doesn't write his music. His label owns YouTube. He doesn't get paid from his channel. YouTube is worth a trillion dollars and he sells 100K first week. Remember that. Why do you think I said that? I said, if I'm YouTube, I'll do what major labels do and have been doing. I'll spend a million dollars out of the trillion dollars I have, buy young boys' own albums, see 2007 Kanye versus 50, good music and UMG, bought Kanye's albums so they could get 50 out of position, right? Versus Interscope, just, hey, he did Diamond twice. I'm confident he'll do it again. You know what I'm saying? They weren't up on... They were up on it, but they didn't think they had to do that with him. You know what I'm saying? And so if I'm if I'm Atlantic, I'll spend a million dollars out of the one trillion it has, buy young boys own albums for ten dollars each. And what does that mean? What is ten ten million divided by ten? Guess that magic number. Ten million divided by ten? Yeah. That's a million. Nope. Guess what it is? What is it? A hundred thousand. And guess how much he sold first week? much a hundred thousand <laughs> uh and guess who can't sit never mind i'm gonna keep going i said he doesn't really sell anything he doesn't tour as one would expect like you get a billion people engaging with you online every day but you can't sell out more than a five thousand people venue does that make sense a billion you have one seventh of the population on your page but you can't sell out five thousand people so what's that tell you or anybody that knows this business versus About Jake? Shows? Yeah. Cause you can't fake them asses in the seats. You can't. Jay, uh, Jay, Joe Budden will have people drive all over the world, right? To see him do three hours with the material. Cause he got three hours with the material. I was cleaning up dog shows at the Pepsi Coliseum like before this music even happened, I was like just doing random jobs. It's like Pepsi Coliseum. And funny enough, I'm about, we re-renting that out now to do our own little summer jam, my own interactive entertainment's own little OVO fest. Uh, so it's like, it's crazy. I went from mowing, I'm not mowing, but like cleaning the dog shows to now renting out the building. And so uh, during the dog shows, it's called the Pan Am uh, Dog Showcase. You had people coming in from Canada, people coming from all over the country and like, uh, and, um, like campers and stuff, camping out, sleeping inside in tents and stuff so their dogs can perform. So they're doing that for dogs and you have a seventh of the world's population and you can't fill out 5,000, you know what I'm saying? So what does that tell you? And so um, I said, Drake, uh, Jay-Z doing stadiums, Uzi doing stadiums, Drake having his own festival. And then you have paid fans back to the whole like uh, music video thing I showed you. Um, like people were getting paid to be in rappers music videos. You think they're like, 
their friends, but they're really just paid extras. And then paid fans really being extras paid by Atlantic to be outside of the courthouse for a reaction clip. You think, you know what I'm saying? Young boy is young boy, right? You think he's going to just like let a random person just chase and follow him? And he's going to just play along with it, laughing and joking. No, that was a, that was a skit. That was for the, that was for the optics. And so the judge had to let him walk. Feds had to bite that. I said, power to him for having this influence, power to us knowing how it happened. Floyd Mayweather, Yaya, his daughter, almost got sent to like 20 some years in the feds because she stabbed, uh, stabbing somebody. yeah, she stabbed young boy's other baby mom. And so he almost lost his daughter because she was messing with him, had a baby by him. Floyd hates him, but why was he there? He got a phone call and a wire transfer to show up. Like even in the picture, you can see he's like half smiling, biting his gums, like gritting his teeth kind of thing. I say the feds had to bite it because Atlantic is one of the most, is for the most part operated by YouTube. YouTube is a global juggernaut. Excuse me. They make billions every year and they aren't letting their creation go sit in jail for 20 years. Um, Baking on old catalogs. That's why Youngboy drops more than most. One or two albums a year with mad singles. It's about having the same amount he sold first week to further ensure his next project success, as well as to maintain his standing in the industry. So they're going to write off that purchase, right? Because they're going to spend a million, but they're going to make a billion. And they're going to only not only make a billion. That's like you you sending your kids to the best trainers and best facilities, best schools, whatever. They grow up and become professional athletes. Did you really lose money? Like one of our people we grew up with, a guy named Zach Martin. He's like he was the he's the captain for the Cowboys. The he was the offensive line when they had that crazy offensive line when Ezekiel Elliott came in the and just was running over everybody. Zach Martin, my brother's a huge Cowboys fan, so like he sent him like Cowboys tickets. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like home games, Jerry's World. So it's like back to the high value mail thing. You don't got to pay to go to the game. You get sent to the game. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like they're gonna write off purchases as a business expense. And they're spending a million, they're probably gonna get like three hundred thousand back, but they still get the whole million worth of investment. And then that that, that million investment turned into a, another billion, and then you get like a third of that back. So what did you really do besides move money around for the couple months? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like there's a reason why he takes home five percent of what he makes. His talent is his delivery, his swag, his personality. He has a unique story and a unique sound, but everything else is artificial. Any established machine can toss products down an assembly line, bagged and sealed, ready to move with an established process of sale. I said I lost the passion to be the biggest artist after I learned how 99% of them became the biggest artists. Kind of like that whole Drake thing when I learned uh, with More Life on Glow with Kanye and Life of Pablo, when like Drake wrote like Half of Life of Pablo, that's how they got so close to hate each other. You know, so you only hate somebody you are close with. You just dislike people that you don't really know. But you got to hate. You got to know somebody to hate them. And so or they got to do something personal to you for you to hate them. So it's like Dr. Dre, M, 50, Drake, J. Cole, Bad Bunny, Adele, Beyonce. We're going to win in any era on any label. Salute to them. But other than that, it's my belief that even an MC like Kendrick Lamar would just be Lupe Fiasco if he wasn't on Interscope, backed by Jimmy Iovine and Apple Music. Just another dope lyricist. No knock on Lupe, because like Superstar, that's like a masterpiece. But like, what do you think about that? I kind of spitballed a little bit. I think about well, I have I actually agree with you on that. I give my goal is as an artist to be to 
best at my art and to grow as far as I can grow with it long term. But knowing the ins and outs and how most of these artists are built, it's not, I'd rather grow organically than through. Be put in a pot and see who can rise to the top. Yeah. To be thrown out and cool. It's like a fish. You take a goldfish and you throw it out in the middle of the ocean. It's going to swim right back. Yeah. All right, so um, how do you feel about the uh, the Draco the Ruler death controversy? And I realized that YG, this is all public knowledge, so I don't mind speaking on it. Like, I wasn't there. I don't know these people. Excuse me. I just spent a lot of time researching and trying honing in on what I do. And so if you notice, YG was at uh, Rolling Loud Canada or Toronto, right? And who did YG have beef with that turned up dead? Draco the Ruler. Who is the bigger artist? YG. So who had more wristbands? YG. Who was able to sneak in knives instead of guns? YG. Who ended up dying? Draco the Ruler. Who ended up uh, messing with one of the the, the little uh, smuts up in uh, Toronto? Chromas. YG. Guess who got pregnant by Draco the Ruler? Chromas. You see how this all ties together? I'm seeing how it ties together. And so it's like, don't be beefing over bitches. Yo, that's soft. <laughs> yeah, it's like, again, back to the, I only can have an issue with you or I only can have hatred towards you if you do something personal to me. If you know I'm with this woman and now you, you know what I'm saying, doing what you're doing, and I know it's because you don't respect what I got going on. It's not because you respect her and just want to take her from me. It's, no, I just don't care that she's with you because I'm me. That's how, like, that's how it's like being played out. So that turned into some deadly violence. But then again, that dominance hierarchy, you know what I'm saying? If you want to compete, understand the cost of competition. He lost his girl, lost his kid, and lost his life. And the dude didn't go to jail, didn't marry the woman, didn't get have a kid by the woman, and still gets to perform and do what he's doing whenever they're in the same town. So he lost everything, and the other dude didn't lose anything, didn't even lose an ounce of sleep. So like back to the 48 laws, crush your enemy completely. You see how this all this all ties in together? Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing how it ties in with each other now. I do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Give credit where credit is due. <sighs> Digi is on top of his game. <laughs> oh man. Man, my best uh, skill set is availability right now. You know what I'm saying? I can't move around, got a dirty license, can't drive, can't be where I need to be at, so I'm going to be where I am and try and make the most out of it like while I'm here kind of thing. But I appreciate it, man. You too. You you making shit happen like when it needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? It says a fool waits while the, 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 the man, like where the plan works now. And so I appreciate you always, you know what I'm saying, doing what you're doing when you do it. Pause. You can't just have just a plan A. You gotta have a plan A to Z. But the what he say? He said my plan A is to make my plan. My plan B is to make my plan A work. That was fab. And then Kobe, he's like, if you want to be in that one percent, if you want to be 
so special and so talented, da, 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 da. You have to put all your eggs in one basket. Otherwise, it's not going to work because think about it. Was LeBron's mom dumb for taking out a million-dollar loan when he was in high school? No, because he got $100 million that very next year when he graduated. Then he got another, like, what, $100 million from the actual calf. So he got $100 million in endorsements, $100 million on salary, and then who else, however many hundreds of millions on the shoes and the brand. So it's like – I, exactly. And everybody around him, you know what I'm saying? They had to make rules to make sure that didn't happen again. Oh, your friends are going to be now your business partners. Well, they don't have degrees. So they, we, it's called the Rich Paul rule. Any agent or manager in the, the legal profession has to have a degree in that management. So like they're trying to really just slick hate on people like because they're like, oh, we've seen what you do if you guys come together. You guys are more powerful because you have been using scissors to cut grass. Imagine if you had a whole mower. Imagine if you had a riding mower. Imagine having a crew of riding mowers. And we wouldn't have no job because all we can do is just bank on establishment. Yep. And so, but back to the, the what I was talking think about. It isn't that what business really is? <laughs> no, business. No, no, it's not. It's We're not. not. Business, but like, business is product and services exchanged to the masses at a price point. That's it. Anything else is just gray matter to try and finesse somebody. If I have a car wash. If I have a car wash, even if it's not mics or crew or sparkling image or whatever, it's just a parking lot with three people in it with buckets, water, soap, and, and waiting for cars and towels. That's a business. There's no persuasion. You know exactly what you're getting, and you're leaving with a service. And you have a better product than when you walked, uh, drove up to this parking lot versus me trying to sell you the coupons and middleman the process to go get some money and then put you on to somebody else's. That's what, that's what uh, most – Western businesses is like I said, working on establishment. Oh, I know somebody, or da, da 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 da. That's why I just put all the little the platform plugs I have just on the on the website for free. I'm like, I'm done peddling these little, you know what I'm saying? Like, because they don't see the value in it, and the people I, that do see the value in it need it for free anyways. Because I don't want to step on what they got going on. Yeah. Uh, one second. Uh, this this real estate dude. I signed up for this. Uh. We're about to get some some properties around uh, around the way. Uh, there's like little angel investors um, doing my fucking. <sighs> yeah, my bad about that. But yeah, um, that's funny. That just happened. Uh, these real estate investors are uh, they're about to toss me to rock a little bit. But I'm gonna get them some equity in the deal, so then we can keep going on and keep going on. So then we get their twenty percent. I my pitch was like I want to be a, a a mentee. I want to be a, then I want to turn into a client. Then I want to turn into a partner. Then I want to turn into somebody that you just bank off of a, a retirement percentage from my work. So it's like we're gonna evolve throughout the process. You know what I'm saying? And so, but back to the business. Uh, Six hundred breezy explains why he doesn't post his kids or why he doesn't let people in on his personal life. They were calling him all sorts of names and everything. And then he goes, it said, he goes in the interview, he's like, with Say Cheese, he goes, it says 600 Breezy on this interview, not 600 Breezy with friends and family. I thought that was kind of funny. Excuse me. How do you feel about that? I, I feel like 600 Breezy is completely right. You shouldn't, like, there's a... I felt kind of odd about putting my girl on the internet, whatever. But I was like, you know what? Like, it's Eventually, not even. Yeah, people are gonna know, but like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, saying, like, 
I, I put like emojis over her face for like a month, and then eventually I was just I like, you know it, what? I let it naturally happen because, right. you know, like what we were just talking about the other day with boundaries. Like some people just, it's just a lot of different loop things that play into that. You don't want everybody in your business or in your personal space. Right, and I don't want the uh, the money bag, yo, Ari, Lil Dirk, India, like, oh, this is good for the image, whatever. And then now it's part of my brand, and now she's getting a brand off of me. So now it's kind of like a transactional relationship instead of like a romantic relationship. And now she's thinking, oh, I'm already lit now. I don't need you anymore. But it's like the whole time you was lit because of your affiliation with me. But I can't say that because I care about you. Like you're supposed to be my woman. So it's like, all right, cool. I'm trying to build you up anyways. So then we both have the time. We both, you know what I'm saying? Like, Let's say I lose my card or I leave it at home. You can get it without me having to cash up or wire you or sell you or whatever. It's just, all right, cool. Don't worry about it, babe. Like, my girl pulled up last night, like, with, like, some, like, we had, like, a little chill night, whatever. I'm not going to get too much details, but, like, I told her I, I love drinking orange juice and stuff. So, what she do? She bought, like, mad little mini bottles of orange juice, chips, like, like just a little, like, snack night kind of thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? We already had dinner or whatever, but it was, like, I'm thinking about you. I spent the time during my trip in the gas station to come see you. To also makes you know that I was thinking about you there, and I, we talked about it. Like most women don't like flowers for the flowers; they like flowers because you really they, they realize you were thinking about them during the day in the grocery store. And so that just tangible, it just make, it materializes and tangible makes it tangible your intentions and your thoughts. That's why they like flowers. You know what I'm saying? It's not because they well, some women just like plants and stuff. And shout out to y'all, e money. But some women just want like, oh, he was thinking about me. You know what I'm saying? Like a sentiment, and so. I agree. Don't expose like, don't uh, don't play those little internet games. I don't play them little internet games. I'm not no internet nigga. I'm just a nigga on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it goes. And so uh, he said, "What if one of my enemies is ducked off right next to one of my baby mom's house, and I don't know he's there? Now I post my kids, and he puts two and two together. Let's go kidnap and torture him for a ransom. Like, aka Money Mitch. Everybody knew who uh, Rich Porter's uh, son was. I mean, brother was, and everybody knew that." Rich Porter, his little brother, was hanging at the arcade all the time. And guess who owned the arcade? Rich owned the arcade. So, of course, he's going to be at Rich's spot. You know what I'm saying? He thinks he's protected there. This is my brother's establishment. I'm safe here. And guess who ran the establishment? Their uncle. So they're definitely not worrying about the uncle kidnapping and torturing him and then eventually killing him. Uncle Ice, remember that? Yeah, I remember that. And so it's like, I almost did that for my casting uh, monologue. Fucking jerked them, man. They sent me a finger. <laughs> I'm going to be on some straight murder shit right now. Anybody that looked at me funny, owes me money, is fucking dead, man. I was going to do that little monologue. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? But I was like, I, instead of doing that, like I said, the 1% is not for the 100%. There was like 80 people on this little Zoom call, and I was the only one that did like music. And so I was like, cool. And they hit me up on some label shit. They hit me up. I'm like, I don't need a label. Like, I'm on label. But they hit me up with like other like jingle ideas and like just like other like kind of casting shit for that lane. Cause I just did blue faces. And like I they just they I can see as soon as I started playing and started singing it, their their whole energy shifted. They're like they leaned in kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, yeah, bro, if that's your strength, go with your ace. Don't try and you know what I'm saying, go with your backup, because what's the fuck is a backup? If you know what I'm saying, if I got a a, a lightsaber and you got a wooden shield. Or I got a light, not even you. If I got a lightsaber and a wooden shield, it'd be kind of cocky of me to pick up the wooden sh the wooden uh, sword first. You know what I'm saying? 
where I could just get you going with this lightsaber and move on with my day and not expect any sort of retaliation because I handled my business completely and I didn't take any losses. I didn't get damaged myself. Unless this is Minecraft. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) This is not an ad. This is not an ad. (laughs) Shout out to Minecraft. But um, I said I learned staying in Chicago. That's really how it is. Like, shout out to the South Side. Shout out to the fam off normal. Like, y'all know it as something different. But, you know, and uh, back to the, like the Chicago thing, uh, we just locked down. Uh, he sent the invoice, whatever. Uh, 16 shot him is going to do Vito's interview in Chicago on the uh, the 25th. I might bring uh, Vito and 16 down to, to Indy just so it's kind of like uh, a horizontal. Like we talk about horizontal integration, horizontal advertising, because they're going to see, OK, this is not Chicago. This is Indianapolis. Well, what is he doing down in Indianapolis? I'm not going to be on camera. I'm not going to. It's nothing to do with me. It just has something to do with Vito. So it's like, what is he doing down in Indianapolis, though? So that I get promoted by by indirect because they're like, ah, oh, he fucks with this dude from Indianapolis. He's the one that put them together. He's the one that, even though I didn't even put them together, Vito told me about it. I'm like, yo, put us in a group chat. See what happens. And then it worked. And so it's like, it'll be indirect marketing instead of like billboard advertising, wasting overhead, trying to get exposure. You know what I'm saying? Because like when I started trying to hand out flyers or whatever and like little business cards i actually found one of those business cards in the parking lot by my car i went back in my car at the end of the day and i seen one of my business cards they didn't even know this was my car they didn't see me leaving my car they just happened to throw it right by my car like i'm like damn i spent money on that thinking it's gonna work you know what i'm saying versus me selling a cd and having a point of sale and a revenue stream happen at point of sale like no here's this good that's your money and exchanging it you know what i'm saying for a product Back to business. It's just really fundamental. Like, and so, uh, real street, real life street stories is going to do my interview uh, in uh, Fort Worth, like the Dallas Fort Worth area, January twentieth next year. And so, I'm gonna end this with this. We got a, we got the life, the life, uh, life shield or legal shield, Zoom at eight o'clock. It's eight o one. So we got to wrap this up. I said, who does Dolo want to sit down and be interviewed by slash do an interview with? Like, who do you want to interview and who do you want to be interviewed by? Who do I want to interview and who do I want to be interviewed by? Yes, because we're going to always choose to be the, the producer over the consumer. But we got to, at some point, take the, the consumer approach to get in front of people. Like Robert Kiyosaki, the owner of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he's like, the only way in America to generate wealth is to acquire debt, uh, create capital assets off of the debt that you acquired, aka get a loan, aka a business loan, startup loan, uh, an investment from an angel investor, uh, uh, a deal from the label. You acquire debt. And then you gain access uh, access to capital, right? And then you use the capital to acquire assets that will build revenue streams to get you out of that debt and then further create your life in front of you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we're going to start doing interviews, but then we're going to end up after we have, like, enough standing on all those other platforms because these are no-joke platforms. You know what I'm saying? And so after everybody sees us, the millions and millions of people that follow them see us, then we go back to what we know, and now the price just went up. You know what I'm saying? I want to interview Cole Bennett. All right, that's we can make that happen. Keep going, because literally Vito, Vito talked about that last night. That's crazy. Well, yeah, last night. That's crazy. You said that. We said we're gonna have Jerry Films do a, a music video. We're gonna have Cole Bennett. You talking about Lyrical Lemonade? Yep, Lyrical Lemonade. We know somebody. Like I know somebody personally that you know. Since so we can get that done, but keep going. Also, 
who I want to be interviewed by. I never really thought about that question. Say cheese is on my mind right now. Yeah. That's the only person I can think of right we, now. We have uh, I have direct access to them as well. So like this is all possible. Like this is all possible. It's just like someone told me if they came and got you or well, this was a different situation, but like if they if you were if you were known, you know what I'm saying, would it be good or bad right now? Or like uh, there was another example. It was like when I was doing baseball tryouts, like I was going to, I turned down like a number of situations in my past life. And then like the tryouts, like I used to work out with the White Sox, et cetera, et cetera. And they were like, uh, don't go to this, this little tryout. I'm like, why not? They're like, uh, it's better than to know that you know nothing about you than to know what they don't like about you. Right. And so think about, uh, you say you want to do, you want to interview uh, Cole Bennett, and then you want to be interviewed by uh, by Say Cheese, yeah, Sean Cotton. Yeah. And so we can make that happen, one hundred percent. You have a uh, you have the right kind of approach, and like I said, this is Benji C notes. We say so, Dolo. If you say so, Benji C. You understand it's interactive entertainment. Amp Pan uh, Playbook brought to you by Pandora, and we're gonna wrap it up like that. Any last words? You got nineteen seconds. If you say so, you know so. That's all I got to say. Hey, that way, that way. All right. It's nice to see you guys again. I appreciate you rocking with us. Uh, Peace. Enjoy the rest of your night.